0: Let's talk about it. There's rumors swirling about Tom Brady potentially returning. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? 49ers, they're in the mix. But I'm going to talk about why the 49ers really should, I don't want to say bypass on Tom Brady because it's hard to do that. But be more patient with the youngster, Trey Lance. We're going to get to all that and more right now. Let's go.
1: It is
0: picked off by Eric Crocker, over midfield. He'll run it all the way into the end zone Talk,
1: it
0: out. Crop Talk TV podcast. Cheers. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the San Francisco 49ers morning show. I'm your host, from the Northside Stockton, <laughs> former NFL and NFL Divas back. Eric Crocker, y'all know what it is, man. We're talking about everything pertaining to the San Francisco 49ers. And really what's kind of going on in the news right now, of course, want to make sure everybody's doing good. I see the flames coming in. All right, good mental health check right now. Flames coming in, five flames. If you're feeling great, I see my, my guy, Niner for Life. He's feeling amazing. What's that, 10 flames right there? Let's go. I love it. I love it. Another seven flames. Let's go. Won't be on as long today as I hope actually wasn't going to come on today at all, man. I got this super busy day. I am going live with Grant Cohn today, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. 9 a.m. Pacific time. I will be going on live with uh, Grant Cohn. But I, I got a lot going on this morning. But I said, you know what? I got, I got to come on here. And I got to talk to my folks. I thought about just doing a little video, you know, a little five-minute video, kind of giving my thoughts. But I was like, nah, I want to talk to y'all directly and still give y'all opportunity to come on as well before I kind of get my morning started. I say get my morning started, but shoot, it's already been started. Got the kids ready for school, did my daughter's hair, dropped them off. Um, my day's already started. But anyways, let's go. All right, so when I come on here, what did I have to talk to y'all about today? I had to talk about the whole thing with Tom Brady and what that means for Trey Lance. All right. If Tom Brady wants to come to the 49ers, it is extremely difficult to – for another time, like, for twice now, be like, nah, we're good. We're good, Tom Brady. We don't need you. We're good. I don't I don't even know if you can do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I see my guy Victor in the chat. Brady is a guaranteed ring. Um, I don't know if it's guaranteed, but he definitely increases your odds, right? I, I think if you have Tom Brady, you are a Super Bowl favorite, m- most likely. Right, and that's the impact that bringing a guy like Tom Brady to your team does. You know, I I think anybody that you know, and I see my girl Tanya in there. She's like, "We'll need Tom Brady." Nothing in life is guaranteed. I get it. Nothing in life is guaranteed. Tanya, like, you're right, you're right. But it's 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 just hard to turn down, even at the age that Tom Brady is. I mean, he's what 44 years old right now, about to be 45 years old, uh, but he's playing. Really, some of the best football that he's ever played. Matter of fact, we should be hearing soon that he's the league MVP. I mean, like between him and Aaron Rodgers. I'll give it to Tom Brady. H- how? How is that even possible at this age? So turning him down, that's difficult. But you know, this scenario with the 49ers and Trey Lance has been a difficult process since drafting him. Listen. I I get it that everybody wants things to happen right now for for everybody. And just the reality of it is, I guess it can happen if you bring in Brady, but typically that's not what life is. And you have to have a plan and you have to stick to that plan and you don't want to deter away from that plan. And my question to Shanahan, Lynch, all those guys, what's the plan? Now, if you look at last season, Sounds like the plan was, hey, we're going to draft Trey Lance. We think he has immense talent. We're going to let him sit. We're going to let him sit and and learn some things. And you heard some of Debo Samuel's comments on him. And if you haven't, we talked about this uh, big time on the Locked On 49ers uh, podcast. Make sure you guys listen to that, Locked On 49ers and Locked On uh, NFL Draft. But, you know, we talked about it. What well, what does it mean, like, what Debo was saying? And I, I've been a rookie. All right? I've been a rookie, and I know what goes into – trying to prepare to, or learn to be a professional. You think, you know, and then you get there and you're like, damn, like there's even a lot more. And it's even more different for a guy like Trey Lance, who you come in number three overall pick. Okay. You're sharp kid. And then it's just like, ah, you're on the back burner. How do you learn? And here Debo's like, Oh, you know, things that, you know, I think Trey Lance could be a superstar. He has to learn how to, you know, just practice and, and prepare like a professional. Here's a tough thing. How do you learn how to prepare like a professional when you're the backup? Like, that, that's hard. Like, that's something that he probably would have to learn how to do. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're like, hey, Trey Lance, learn how to be a professional. But you know what? We're giving everything to you so you get to, you know. Like, nah, Trey Lance, the team was not his. The roster was not his. <laughs> the, the locker room was not his. It was Jimmy Garoppolo's. So, how do you prepare to be the best you could be for your team when you're not the guy? That's something that he has to figure out, right? Or had to figure out this past year, and maybe he never got fully grasped that aspect of it. All right, but you know, moving forward, you got to continue to just keep chipping away, right? And when I look at Trey Lance, it's like a, this just this, just this mold of clay where you just see like endless possibilities and the different things that you can do. All right. I, I, I was on here yesterday and I spoke with y'all about like, oh man, you know, I just got a car and I, I just got a, a charger RT, you know what I'm saying? With the Hemi and all that. And I get the whip. I go to pick it up yesterday and I'm just like, the endless opportunities, like the endless things I can do with this, right? Like, oh, I can wrap it. Like, do I want to wrap it? Like, do I want, like, a matte black? I already got the black rims on there. Or matte gray. Or maybe this pearl white, like, you know, a pearl white matte finish is really dope. You know, tint the windows. I said, tint the front windows. You know, I want to get those red caliper covers. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just all these endless opportunities. But it starts off as kind of, I don't want to say base because I did get the RT. But, you know, it's like, okay, got the whip. Now, what are you going to do with it? And I think that's what Trey Lance is. He's an exciting car exciting car and there's all these different things you can do with it but hey some of it might take take time you know slow down crock you ain't got bread like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying and I, I i look at i look at lance and and it, as it pertains to potentially getting tom brady and, and that would be awesome but i'm someone that sticks to my plans now perfect example of this i'm a los angeles laker fan as most of y'all know hold on I'm a Los Angeles Laker fan, all right? I'm a Los Angeles Laker fan. And I remember drafting Lonzo Ball, drafting Brandon Ingram. Uh, You know, you got Josh Hart. You got, I mean, just, just players, right? Julius Randle. Like, all these players where it's like, hey, let's be patient. Like, let's be patient with them. Because these guys, like, they're going to be around for a long time. Okay, it might take three, four. Five years, six years to potentially really kind of win that championship. But let's stick with this young core group, group and let them develop together. And the Lakers said, nah, no, we want a championship right now. So we're going to go and we're going to get LeBron James. And eventually, LeBron James, that pretty much all the young guys traded them away. Magic John traded them all away. They brought in Anthony Davis. And they did win a Mickey Mouse ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you won the, whatever that was, the COVID ring. Like, you know, no fans. Is that Disney World? Whatever it was. And it's like, we traded all those young guys. We developed all, we worked to develop those guys. Brandon Ingram, where it was his team, like Kuzma. Like, you throw all that away to bring in Braun. And AD and all these and trade all your first round picks away for the Mickey Mouse ring? And I'm not saying that's what the 49ers do with Trey Lance and Tom Brady. But I do mean you got to have a plan. And you got to, what's the long-term goals? Because right now, long-term for the for the Lakers, yes, they, they won the Mickey Mouse championship ring. And I'm not saying I'm mad at that, but it does feel weird, right? It doesn't... It doesn't really feel real. I think uh, Lakers have, like, what, 17 championship rings now or or something like that, right? 17, I believe it is. That 17 doesn't feel real to me. It it doesn't. And now the Lakers are in the process of having to blow everything up again. When you have some of the young guys that you could be, you know, the team could be theirs and for years to come. Maybe not, but maybe so. What was the plan? And they blew it up. And the Lakers right now are going to have to blow everything up. And there ain't going to be no LeBron. But if the Mickey Mouse ring was worth it, I see some people like, they still want to shit. If it was worth it to you, then. But it just doesn't feel real to me. It doesn't feel real. I look at Trey Lance. And again, I think, what's the plan? So there have been the comparisons between Trey Lance, Josh Allen. And I'm not even going to say in the sense of their abilities. I won't go that far. I won't say that Trey Lance will be uh Josh Allen. I'm not gonna go that far. But what I will say this when you when you draft when you draft Trey Lance with his potential, in your mind, he can become that, right? You don't take guy number three overall if you don't believe he can become the best quarterback in the league, right? You feel like he has all the abilities. All the the mindset you feel like, whether it happens or not, that's how you feel. Like, he can become this amazing player. Well, there still has to be some developing with it. How often do we see number one overall picks, number two overall picks, number three overall picks, just, or anybody, hit the ground and just, you know what? They are amazing right away. Amazing. They are, you go from zero to 100. No, there's usually some ups and downs. Hell, Mac Jones was as pro-ready as it got. And he was a guy that started season two and four. And he had up and down moments. You know what I'm saying? Now, did he figure it out, find his way out? Good team, good organizational structure. And they believed in him. How did they believe in him? You know what, guys? We are, you know, we got Cam Newton. And for everything everybody says about Cam Newton, listen, I watched the preseason games. I watched Cam Newton. I watched the game before he got released. He uh, he would threw it one incompletion. What was he like, eleven or twelve? He was as sharp as he could be. He was completing passes all around and and using his legs. He looked good to me. Remember what they say we're gonna go all in with the rookie. We're let Cam Newton go, and they let him go. They let him go. Uh, look at Andrew Luck and Joe Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow, amazing this year. Last year, he was good. He was good. The team sucked. They weren't winning. But I thought he was solid. He was solid. Uh Andrew Luck, he threw a lot of interceptions. He threw a lot of interceptions. Uh his rookie year. A lot. Uh, but obviously, good player. All right. I I what what I'm saying is, when it comes to Trey Lance, maybe he needs a little bit more seasoning than some of the other guys, right? Uh, that are coming in right away. I don't know, because from the numbers, it didn't look like anything any different than anybody else, really. All right, maybe Herbert. But even then, we talk about Herbert, right? Everybody throws out Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's coach did not want him play him. He didn't want to play him. Anthony Lynn, current uh, assistant head coach for the 49ers, he didn't want to play Herbert. He was all in with Tyrod Taylor. Herbert's not ready. And, you know, early on, and I know a lot of people are worried about this with the 49ers, oh, wins, wins, wins. It wasn't really resulting in a lot of wins. Now, the numbers were crazy. He was going crazy. And obviously he won rookie of the year. A big part of I think him winning Rookie of the Year was him going through his ups and downs early on, right? Talking about Justin Herbert right now, he went through some ups and downs, and all of a sudden he uh, wins his last four games, and that kind of changes the way the season looked. We got some things that aren't true in here. Trey not cannot throw with anticipation and his mechanics is not good. Not true. If you want me to bring up the videos, I can show you you him throwing with anticipation. So if you want it. Uh actual Ach- 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 Shahi. If you want the videos of him throwing anticipation before guys even get out of their breaks and the balls on the way and it's coming, if you want that, let me know. And I'll and I'll and I'll do that. I'll I'll kind of veer away from what I'm talking about right now and I'll go to that if you want it. So you let me know. All right. But um throwing anticipation. I'm talking about before guys even get out of their breaks, balls on the way. Boom, perfect timing. I can show you him do it in college, I can even show you do it in the NFL. So you let me know. All right. But um, I look at Josh Allen. And again, I'm not saying that that's what he's going to be. But maybe this is his path. All right. And Josh Allen, his rookie year. Now, remember, he missed some games. But 52% completion percentage. 10 touchdowns. 12 INTs. Again, Josh Allen, 52. And I'm not saying he's going to be this. I'm just saying when you draft somebody that high, you want them to be great. Right? You want them to be great. What's the plan on getting them to get there? Is it going to be perfect all the time? They're going to be these lumps. So Josh Allen's rookie year, 52%, completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He missed maybe five games or something like that, right? The Chargers, I mean, excuse me, the Bills were in the playoffs the year before. They were in the playoffs the year before, I believe, with Tyrod Taylor and Nathan Peterman. Was it? So they run the playoffs, and then the next year they draft Josh Allen. They go all in with him, and he puts up these below pedestrian numbers. Right? That's not ideal, but whatever. We got a plan. I'm gonna stick with this. So the next year he gets a little better. Fifty-eight percent completion percentage. Uh, throws for basically thirty-one hundred yards. Twenty touchdowns, nine interceptions, another five hundred rushing yards, and nine touchdowns. So. Twenty nine total touchdowns, nine ints, and about thirty five hundred total yards. That's that's solid. That is like okay, I can see the improvement. Is it earth shattering? Is it is it is it amazing? No, but it's it's solid. All right, we're moving in the right direction. And then we know what he did the last two years, where he turned into like an MVP candidate and he's an all world guy. But I say all that to say not to compare. Trey Lance and say, oh, Trey Lance is going to be that. But in the sense of an organization, having a plan and sticking with that plan. And knowing that, hey, it might not be perfect. So I titled this 49ers Need Patience with Trey Lance. A big part of the patience is understanding that there will be ups and downs. Or there might be. Maybe he just all of a sudden start balling out. I don't know. But most likely, there's going to be some ups and downs. Most likely, there's going to be some things that he needs to improve on. And I feel like that should be okay. As a, a rookie or a guy now about to start his first year, second year in the NFL, first starting full season starting, what's the plan? You know, when I started podcasting and things like that, and I've talked to y'all a little bit about some of this stuff. I was actually when I moved to Arkansas, you know, I had to pivot, right? I moved to Arkansas to I moved to Arkansas to be a uh, to be a football coach, or finish my education, finish college. I moved here to work with the uh, as a student assistant to finish getting my degree. From California, moved my family here. I got here. The situation was not what it was supposed to be. So I had to create a plan. I had to make my own plan. All right. My plan is I, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to train athletes. Okay. Okay. I, I, let me start turning up on my podcasting. And I'm, I'm going to do these different things. I had a job when I first moved out here. I, I said, I, I can't work this job because I can't go all in on my plan. I quit the job. No money. I had no money. But I quit the job and I created a plan. Now, First day of my plan, there was one kid there. One kid. Matter of fact, there was two. One of them was my daughter. All right. Working out. That's that's not what I was expecting. But, Croc, you got to stick with the plan. Next week, 10 kids. Following week, 20. Next week, 40 kids. Or however long it took me to get to 40 kids. Maybe it was a month. But... I could have backed out when it was one kid, two kids. That's it. I gotta stick with the plan. And now it's paid off. Now it's paid off. Or it's paying off, excuse me. Still got ways to go, but it's paying off. And I set goals and I work to achieve those goals and I hit those goals. I'm hitting those marks. What is the 49ers plan for Trey Lance? Even if, and again, I won't I won't bash them for you know, pursuing a Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady. But I would question, what's your plan? Now I see my guy, Judy, here, and he says, and to be clear, Tom isn't coming, out. Uh, coming, he's retired. I, I agree. I think he's retired too, but that's what the conversations are. And then it just ties right back to me to, well, what's the plan with Trey Lance? So what I'm going to do is put this in the chat I don't have a lot of time today because I gotta go run some errands. And then I got I got a lot of stuff going on today. But feel free, come in. You let me know. What what's the what's the what's the plan? Uh I'm not giving up three ones for a guy to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo and trust the plan because we lost one contract rookie. You're doing nothing. Oh, you're doing nothing. Yeah, I I think I get what you're saying, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm I'm fine with, I'm fine with sitting behind uh, Jimmy Garoppolo for a year, I'm fine with that, it's, it's the, it, it, if that was your plan, here we go, got my guy gamut coming along, good morning, man,
1: hey, how you doing, brother,
0: I'm doing, one second, my dog is barking, I'm gonna go put him outside one second, y'all,
1: all right, for sure, all right, guys. Well, it looks like it's just you and me. You to go Go to your room. Oh man. Yep. All right. So I may as well just tell a joke. Uh, what did one wall say to the other wall? Meet you at the corner.
0: All right, I'm back. My bad. My apologies.
1: I'm good. How's it going, Croc?
0: I'm going good. So, I know you probably been listening in. So, kind of, you know, what are some of your what are some of your 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 thoughts? Hold on, and real quick, real quick. Hey, Croc, please don't get sucked into becoming a, a damn cone head. <laughs> first of all, first of all, and I and I and, and and salute to Cone for you know building his platform. But one thing about one thing about me. I'm gonna always be me, and I'm not influenced by other people um on what they're doing and saying oh well i'm gonna I'm gonna go and do that. that ain't never been me, so that's not something you gotta worry about, but go ahead, yeah, wait a minute, how the hell he get back in here? Hold on. How <laughs> how he All right, my bad, y'all. My bad. That's what happens when you're home alone and the dog keeps running around like crazy. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I am not very good at uh at filling all that white space. So we kind of I we, we kind of went dead there for a while. But, um, but yeah. So I, I just wanted to kind of touch on like a couple things. Um, number one, I, it, it's the off season. So whenever trades are being talked about or people are coming here, right? So I want to go off first on like the Aaron Rodgers one. And why that one's not going to work. Because uh, everyone has an agent, right? And, and people are always trying to test out feelers. Number two, uh, the money situation. Big reason why I knew we were going to have to let go of Garoppolo is because we don't, we don't have, there's too many mouths to feed right now with Bosa and Devo Samuel. Bosa is going to cost, you know, 32, 33 million each season. Uh, Devo's probably going to be in the. I don't know what you'd think, Crock, like probably like 24, 25 mil um I, i'm thinking i'd
0: say 21.5 like in that range I,
1: i'm i'm thinking he's gonna get a blockbuster deal just because of his um versatility versatility okay but maybe 25 is too too high but i, I do think 22 23 is not out of the realm but maybe that's more backloaded uh, th- uh last year's of his contract and then when we come down to uh, tom brady this this organization already passed on Tom Brady with, when we had Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't see us going for Tom Brady for, you know, one last uh, hurrah season um, now with a young Trey Lance. And then as far as, like, expectations – go ahead, Crock. No, I am it, Okay. Um, and as far as for expectations for Trey Lance, like, I have a very healthy – expectations i think mindset comparatively to probably most of the 49ers fan base i think 49ers fan base are expecting him to be this dynamic uh, threat out the gate um, with the 49ers and and i don't i'm not expecting anything like that until at least like week 10 uh, week 11 if you look at um, if you look at what he's going to be asked to do and you look at his numbers the the two games of where he started and you look at Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers when Jimmy was starting, you're looking at about like 25 pass attempts or fewer uh, per game. And, um, you know, I'm just not seeing them. Th- the load isn't going to be on on uh, Trey Lance. I think ideally you want him only throwing the ball 18, 22 times uh, per game.
0: Um, I don't think that's that, realistic in the NFL. I think in the NFL you're going to have to throw at least 25 times.
1: Yeah, pro- probably 25. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, They, they he's going to have to probably throw 25 because even with Jimmy G, right, and, and for anybody at home, you can kind of go through the, you know, 2021 season kind of game log. But if you look through there, you're going to see Jimmy was they, – they definitely kept him below 30, unlike a lot of other quarterbacks. Yeah. But they wanted – that the sweet spot was kind of that, that 25 kind of throws. Um, but that that's – that's kind of the way that I'm, I'm leaning towards all that. I'm not thinking that he's going to be dynamic. He has a lot of things he has to work on, right? So one of the big things, I know people make fun of this uh, whenever I bring it up, but Jimmy Garoppolo is amazing at handing off the ball. He really is good at handing off the ball. It, it's, a, it's a weird kind of niche skill set, but it's one that's needed in this offense. One of the things that he does is when he does those play action handoffs, Jimmy Garoppolo, is that he holds that fake for a long time. Some of the clips where I was looking at Trey Lance, he did a quick little, little, little handoff, right? But he just he immediately turned his back because you could tell the pace of the game just isn't there. So that's why I'm saying it's going to take eight, you know, eight to ten weeks of, of live gameplay before Trey Lance kind of gets comfortable of holding out those middle linebackers, holding those safeties, then turning around, not getting anxious and throwing it. The other thing, too, that I saw with Trey Lance – that I think it's oh, only going to happen. You're
0: yeah. talking about the handoffs, and I think there are a lot of people that like handoffs. Like, what are we talking yeah. about? It is a real thing. I know uh, yeah. my best friend, my brother, few people in here have seen him. Uh, if you type in ang- angry Donald Cam, like hashtag angry, angry Donald Cam on Twitter, you'll see him pop, pop up uh, from some of my tweets. But he talks about that a lot, like carrying out play fakes and mm. like understanding like how to make something look like something and then eventually pull. If you look at some of the uh, – Really, even really good quarterbacks, uh, Pate Manning, uh, you know, look at, like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo, he handles the football extremely well. Uh, Tom Brady, like uh, even Brett Favre was really good at it. Just there is something to actually handing off the ball well. So I know people might like kind of poke fun at your comment there, but from some of the people that I've talked to that, that's a real thing, understanding how to carry some of those fakes out, understanding how to hand the ball off, uh, understanding how to kind of work with the ball, fake here, hand it off to this person and handling the football well. So that's, that's actually a real thing.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's that, uh, it's that whole um, play set up. Uh, and that's and it also too, what's interesting is you look at the receivers, they get more yards after the catch with Jimmy Garoppolo than they do right now, currently with Trey Lance. And that's because you have to set up the play. Uh, it, it's one thing if you're a really great athlete and that's, you're going to be able to beat everybody in college. Uh, But there's a lot of nuances to quarterbacking. Another thing I was looking at in regards to Trey Lance, and these are, we're talking about these are a lot of little things that he's going to have to work on that he's not going to be able to work on until he starts playing games, right? Like, he's going to be able to work on his throwing, uh, his throwing motion, that sort of thing this offseason, and so that'll be nice for him to tighten up. But the pocket awareness. And I know this is going to be another one where people go like, what are you talking about? Trey Lance has amazing pocket awareness. We've seen him leak out when the pressure's there in the pocket and then throw it to, uh, you know, uh, the dump-off receiver tight end that's kind of there in the flat or, or, you know, kind of run for a first down. But that's not that's not what I call pocket awareness. There's – if you look at it, if you – that's fair. The question marks, that's fair. Here's what I mean by pocket awareness, right? So – it's great that he has the ability to leave the pocket when there's pressure. But if you go through and you look up some of the other YouTube videos on him, I'm not going to say it's alarming. I just think it's, it's something that's a learned trait or learned ability. Just because you have wheels doesn't mean that you should use them. There's plenty of times where he could have just actually stepped up into the pocket and there were better plays that were being made. Or he made a throw that he made on the run. That would have been a lot easier simply by just taking one or two steps into the pocket versus trying to leak out to the side. And the other thing too, is once you leak out to the side, you're cutting the field in half. And uh, and one last thing uh, too, I don't know how you feel about this, but everyone says, you know, he's a running quarterback, which he, I say he's a quarterback that's mobile, but I might get killed for this comment, but I don't think he has the juice, like the, the, the fifth, sixth gear to really evade Defenders trying to go for that first down, like like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen does. Um, he can keep defenses honest, but I, you know, when I see him running, he just doesn't have the, you know, that that ninety nine Madden speed to really just torch people uh, to kind of get out there and, and just kind of just threaten them on the sides. And then even though he gets compared to Josh Allen, I started looking at Josh Allen's like size. And I was like, gosh, Josh Allen kind of I don't want to say makes Trey Lance look small, but Trey He's Lance a big is not. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. Like I was like, and, and he's, he's faster than, than Lance too. So I think there's a little bit of perspective. Cause I think I people are going gonna... to
0: faster, but I do think that he plays faster in the sense of his, like when he makes a decision, mm-hmm. he goes, whereas Trey Lance, I think there's a lot of thinking going on yep. I think when, when Josh Allen, it, it could look faster because it's like, well, you know, if I've, you know, if something's not there. He makes his mind. He takes off. He's getting upfield right now, and he's going to pick up his 10, 12 yards. Whereas Trey Lance, there's still a lot of, should I be in this pocket? Should I be throwing this right now? Or right, should, yeah. can I use my legs? Or is it the right time to use my legs? And then next thing you know, it's, oh, the defenders are there. And I think he still has to gauge how fast defenders are. I think once once he gets more comfortable with right now making the decision to go, like he did against Arizona, right, his first drop back, all right, his first drop back, it was boom. Oh, free runner? Let me get out of here and pick up 16 yards right now, right? Like, right. They, they they made the decision-making easy for him. It's like, you took away the uh, threat of me to pass, so I'm just going to take off and use my legs. And right there, he looked, I don't want to say fast, but he, he looked fast for a quarterback. Like, he looked good. Not, not like Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson or anything like that, but I'm going to come out here and pick up 16 yards easy. Like, there was no right. struggle with it or anything like that. But uh, I do think a lot of times he's thinking too much. And, and I've been you know, in the NFL, and I remember my rookie year, well, it was my only year, but with the Jets, and just and just the, I was thinking so much that I wasn't playing fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything that's going on from the checks and everything's happening so fast that you start to play slower. You know what I'm saying? Now I can get out there, like say if I were to get out with my high school kids. They think yep. I'm playing at warped speed, even though I'm not fast. But everything is moving in slow motion to me, for me. So I'm jumping stuff. I'm looking quick. You know, it looks telegraphed, what they're doing. The game has slowed down, even though they're probably more athletic than I am at the age I am you know, right now. What do you, what do you think
1: your 40 time is right now? If you were to get out there and, and race the clock, what do you think your 40 time would be? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> be honest, Croc. Be I mean, honest.
0: Probably like four nine five flat.
1: Oh, that's so, not bad. That's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. Five, you five know, yeah, 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 but yeah, I think I think that's the big thing, too. Is um, I think the perspective that that I hope fans really keep that going because I think if the 49ers kind of start next season the way that they started this season, um, I think they're going to be unfairly negative because they're going to think he's supposed to be a top five quarterback. Uh, when really the nuances, right, that's the big thing, there's a lot of nuances that he has to learn, pair uh together uh and then the last thing i'm going to get off with here croc but when you're talking about where he's doing a lot of thinking and it kind of reminded me about what greg pinelli was saying about um which I, I love it when you have him on uh i bet we're gonna hit him up a bunch during this next season oh, yeah. but but as far as like kind of like i don't want to say like the wobbly balls but man he has so much power behind there like it can just be a dead duck oh, but it's on gonna get Oh, one second. Keep okay. going.
0: I gotta take okay. this call. It's a uh, Best Buy. They're calling because they gotta come do my stuff. Yeah. Keep right. talking to yep. Keep keep talking okay. to the
1: people. All right. So one of the things that I, I kind of noticed as far as like his uh his when he's when he's throwing it right and, and just the comfortableness of the game and what Greg Pinelli was kind of saying was that he just kind of has too tight of a grip on that football and I think that as the game starts kind of slowing down from for him, for him uh, you're gonna see a lot more. Uh, I, I just think like better passes um, where, you know, cause that's the thing that I, I kind of watch with him. If you remember that one Arizona game, he, uh, he, he let, he has some balls that kind of sail on him the same way that Jimmy Garoppolo does. Uh, but I guess in like in a different manner in the way that he's like throwing the ball. Um, and then speaking on other nuances too, right? Like, I don't know why I would like to see a different quarterback coach than, uh, than than the one that we have right now because Jimmy doesn't slide before uh, and just takes hits. Um, I love, I love Trey Lance. Like he's got some dog in him. Like he matches the absolute mentality of like a Frank Gore of like, I'm going to hit you. You're not going to hit me. But uh, you know, I was saying Crocker, I would like to see a different quarterback coach uh, because I don't see uh, going back to the nuances of the of the, of the position, um, you know, and the, and the physicality, the how physical Trey Lance, Devo Samuel, George Kittle, all of them play Mitchell. I don't see them playing like a full eighteen week season. We need a good quality backup quarterback because Trey Lance. I feel like if he doesn't slide, I don't know why nobody is teaching him how to slide. It doesn't look like he so- knows how to slide. He, he might
0: not know and he he's a big dude. Here's one thing I did notice when I went back and watched a couple of his games. There are times where I think he has to know when to give up the the play and get down. I do think watching back the Arizona game, there were like times where he fought for yards and he's taking unnecessary hits. There were I loved it, times, but yeah. Yeah, there were some other times where he did get down. Now he didn't slide but he got down to where he didn't take direct shots. Now, if you watch Lamar Jackson, you see a lot of that, right, where it's a guy that he's moving around, okay, I'm out in the open field, let me just get down, and he doesn't take that direct shot. Trey Lance did that sometimes. I think he can be more consistent with that as opposed to, at times, taking on some of those unnecessary hits. So he might not ever be a great slider like we've seen from, like, Kyler Murray, he's amazing with it, right, Russell Wilson, amazing. Maybe that's some of their baseball background. But if he can get that Lamar Jackson in him, where he's not taking on those direct shots, I think he could be fine. And and for as much as Lamar Jackson runs, watch how many times he just takes like a big hit. You you right. don't really see it, and he does an amazing job of getting down and not trying to fight for yardage. Trey Lance needs to get that if he's not going to slide as well.
1: Right, because that, that's my thing is he needs to, you know, it, one thing is like when I saw when I saw. Jimmy Garoppolo go out there, and I saw him being gutsy with it. There was a couple times where he, he dove headfirst into the end zone. I was like, no big deal. Worst comes worse. we have a superstar backup and Trey Lance coming in. Right now, Trey Lance's backup right is that dude from the Eagles, and I do not want to see that guy um, come in at all. And, uh, it, and I, I think what I was say, talking about before you took the, uh, the call from Best Buy Croc was, uh, you know, as far as the game slowing down, for Trey Lance, uh, Greg Pinelli was kind of talking about like how he kind of probably tenses up in that moment, grips that football too tight, and that's why it kind of—I don't want to say like a dead duck, but it people refer to it as wally ball. But there's just no—I say it, it's just a ball with no touch, right? It, like he does, his hands aren't loose because he's thinking tight, playing tight, you know, and uh, right. and just kind of if if
0: people if people just watch Trey Lance warm up, you wouldn't see any wobble with his thumb. right the ball comes out a tight spiral. Like if you just watch him playing catch with someone or throwing the ball, to, you know, before the uh, before Jimmy goes out on the field, he plays catch with like Trey Lance before he takes the field for the next drive, right? You'll see them during a commercial break. They just throwing the ball to each other. There's no wobble with the ball. Right. Uh, if you watch Trey Lance in his workouts with his quarterback coach, Quincy Avery, there's no wobble with his throws. It's when he's in the game. And again, like now there's, so amped up, squeezing the ball too hard, now he's throwing the ball firing, oh, I might be late, let me fire this in there, and then it comes out wobbly, and that's where you see that that wobble with uh, a lot of his throws. I'd say half of half the time his throws is not coming out clean from what Greg Panelli was saying. The reason behind that is too amped up has to learn to relax a little bit and not have to feel like he has to squeeze and <laughs> choke the football right, yeah, yeah what he's doing,
1: Yep. Yeah. absolutely, and then um. And then before I get off here, Croc, I want to talk about it. Got kind of like heated, and I don't know why, but people were talking. They were they were talking about uh, the Jamar Chase and Brandon Ayuk stuff. But um, I, I just, to me, I I thought it was kind of crazy because Chase, he's he's a he's expected to be a number one receiver on the team that he's on. And I'm about to say something, but I don't want people to think I'm discrediting Brandon Ayuk because I think he's an amazing talent. But unlike CeeDee Lamb, unlike Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk wasn't brought to the 49ers to be the number one wide receiver, not even like the number two receiving uh, option on this yeah, we're, team.
0: We're kidding,
1: yeah. Right. And so, but I do think out of the limited, remember, 25 throws, uh, 25 throws, it's, I, I think people's also too, their expectations for this receiving offense is going to be too high. With 25 throws, Devo can't have 1,300 yards. Kittle can't have 1,200 yards. You know, uh, then, then you're expecting Ayuk to have 1,000 yards, and you're expecting, you know, there's not enough football uh, air yardage to kind of go around with that. So, um, But, again, I, I, I just hope that people's expectations kind of level off a little bit to uh, a little bit more of reality, right, of we use the run to protect our defense so in that way our – the you know, our – Our guys are, are, you know, our demons there at the front rushing the quarterback stay upright and healthy. And that Ayuk and Chase and Lamb, they're all different because Lamb and uh, Chase are meant to be number ones. Ayuk is really meant to be like our third option. But I I appreciate your time, Croc.
0: Oh, man. Thanks for coming on, Gammon. All right. Here we go. I got enough uh, time for one, maybe two more callers if someone wants to come on and you know, if you have anything that you want to say that, you know, is opposite of what our guy Gammon came on and was talking about, feel free to come on. If it's opposite, you know, what, some of the things that I've said, feel free, come on. And it, it's a lot easier to explain something when you're actually speaking as opposed to kind of typing it. So uh, feel free to come on for a few minutes. I'll be on for about 10 more minutes, about 10 more minutes before I have to uh, get going. Really busy day, really busy day. As you can see, it's kind of, Hectic already. I appreciate everybody that's in here right now, all 200 of you. We need to bring in Christian Watson. Man, listen, I I like the thoughts of Christian Watson. I I think he brings a different dynamic to this team. The 49ers don't have a a big, you know, tall, fast receiver with a big catch radius. And I think having that different dynamic, being able to stretch the field while also having the other guys do what they do, I think that's a a great storm. Uh, You know, being able – there was a touchdown – there was a touchdown that Trey Lance threw in the back of the end zone, the Christian Watson, uh, 2019 now, that they played together. was it? 2000? Yeah, 2019 they played together, right? Uh, there was a touchdown that they threw in the back of the end zone, and it was just like, that's just a throw you make when you just trust somebody. When, when you trust them and it's just like, I'm just going to put this ball in this area and this is really the only spot I could put it, and he comes down with it. It was similar to that play. Uh, Not quite exact, but the pass that Trey Lance threw to Brandon Ayuk in the end zone. But Ayuk was only able to get one hand on it because the DB pulled the other hand away. But something like that where it was like, this is the only spot I could throw it. It goes right over the defender's hand. And uh, Trey Lance makes some good throws. He got to keep it going. But yeah, Christian Watson, I like the thoughts of him.
2: We got john
0: that's it right bro? John
2: marcel what's up yeah. John marcel john john John. <laughs>
0: yeah. okay yeah 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 okay i had yeah, to get what, that I, first name right this
2: time yeah yeah I, I i said about the christian watson man we need that big body receiver you know six four fast on the four yard dash he makes contested uh, cats we need to bring that guy you know we yeah, don't have the big body butter- yeah, we don't have the big body receiver to to box her on, on, on a check. Ja- Jawan Jennings.
0: I think Jawan yeah. Jennings he's a big body, but I, I think Jawan Jennings has to be used in more of a specific role. He's uh he's a big slot and I think that's what he has to be. He's he's not really someone that uh I remember Kyle Shanahan saying uh you know what somebody asked him about being able to, you know, be an outside receiver. And it's not really about size. It's about being able to win vertically. And I think, you know, a guy like uh, Jennings, I think it's a little harder for him to win down the field that way. I think Jennings does a, a solid job in the slot, though.
2: Yeah. And Christian Watson is not a first round, you know, so he can't connect Right. And he's he's a guy that, that Trey Lance Trust. Because he trust him in the college. Right. We can just, we can, we can repeat just like uh, Jamari and Joe you know? Because if you, if you see our receivers, they are short. Debo is yeah. short. Brandon Gen- is short. is 6'3". Genesis. Yeah, but, but, but Janice is the only one. Debo right. short train, shortfield is short too. We don't have that guy to jump uh, to go on a jump ball, you know, in the end zone. We we need that uh with Trey Lance because he he will throw in the end zone for a jump ball. And we don't have that guy. I think Debo is the most uh I don't know, is the is the guy who can do that today. Because I, I think I I don't think I can trust John Janice on that kind of game. Because Janice dropped some some best throws, shoes this yeah. year. He did drop this. Yeah. We need that guy like Christian Watson, the trick and trust uh, like fuck it. Watson is out there. <laughs> Just like my home set of my by yeah.
0: Well, all right, John, I'm going to uh, get to the next caller. I appreciate you coming on.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Crocs. Thank all you all. I appreciate
0: you. I right, appreciate you too, fam. All right, here we go. I know I got my guy, Chris, coming on. And I'm pretty sure Chris is going to want to talk about how Christian, the new Samuel and Fields overhyping them. All right, we're going to get to that. There were a couple of things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, we did a draft Trey and hand the ball off 20 or 25 times. Uh, he was drafted to take this offense to an elite level and put the team on his back. I I, I think that Trey Lance has the ability to do that, but is he that day one? I think you kind of have to build up to that, right? Uh, he didn't throw a lot of passes in college. So I think there's still that part of it, getting comfortable with, uh, you know, just throwing the ball. But now, yeah, once he gets comfortable, then you have somebody that can throw to all levels of the field and do all kinds of special things. But he, he has to work to, towards that. You know he he still don't even know what he's looking at from the defense yet until he continues to see it. So there's that aspect of it. Uh Jawan Jennings will be uh Jawan Jennings will be converted to a tight end. He'd have to put on a lot of weight. He's not really a heavy guy. He is six foot three, but he was only like two hundred and twelve pounds or something like that. So you know to you know tight ends are like two hundred forty five and up pounds so you're talking about him potentially having to put on close to 30 pounds Uh, that's a a lot of weight Uh, you know George George Kittle is not a big tight end but he's like 6'4", 6'5", 250 pounds Roscoe's. what's good with you man
3: what's up Crop shout out to that Kenneth Goldsmith guy that was a good comment he said the one you read uh, before the one you just read
0: about uh handing the ball off.
3: Yeah. Shout out to Kenneth Goldsmith. If you had a if you push your cash app in there, I may cash up you. May. Don't I'm not promise it. Uh Croc, put your cash app there, uh,
0: Kenneth. Put your cash app on there.
3: Well, go ahead. I said I may, so you you know you never know. But uh to the last caller, uh I I, I need him uh, hopefully he's listened to this. Jawan Jennings, I think I think of all, all five of Jawan Jennings touchdowns think they all came at red zone just want them to know that yeah Jawan jennings is a red zone threat he actually made a lot of contested catches this year i believe he made one against the rams Uh, he had a beautiful now it wasn't contested but a beautiful sideline catch against the cowboys Uh, yes he did have some drops specifically in the texans game but i mean if we look at how he came back and went crazy against the Rams. <clears throat> I, I don't have any worry about Jennings, and I definitely trust him. I'm not uh, see Croc. You got all these people saying these crazy comments about Jennings. This is some crazy
0: stuff. I mean, this is, this just, is he's weird. Not like, he's not somebody that would like. Oh, I can't draft this guy because I got Jawan Jennings. No, I, I I'm not saying but, I don't like Jennings. Like I think, but the, the way I mean solid. the
3: guy. I can't trust Jennings. He's not that guy who could like. Uh, you should have corrected him, especially with that. He's not. He's not a guy that can uh, win in a race. What? I went. Uh, man, this is crazy. You're, cor- oh, you're you're correcting him. No, 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 no. You, crack, you gotta correct it. But, but well, I on. let
0: people get their takes off.
3: I I know, Croc. Sometimes you gotta just stop them and be like, Hey, 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 hey. Let's let's get some. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some things straight. But but hold on. Let me let me. I just want to say this. The the my comment about uh, Christian Watson one I love his physical ability I mean the guy six four probably gonna want a four three like I love the I love the physical ability like that's my type of receiver I love the Vincent Jacksons the Mike Evans the Mike Williams I love Mike Williams when he came out uh, of course I love the USC Mike Williams those those are my type of receivers Megatron was my favorite receiver of all time yes. That's including Jerry Rice. Megatron is my favorite receiver of all time. But what I'm getting at, and, and I don't believe, you know, Justin Fields is overhyped or anything. But what I'm saying is, you know, there is one player, the fan base, you know, it takes just one person to start putting that name out there. And then everybody starts jumping on the bandwagon and everything. And I'm just like, for the hype that Christian Watson is getting from this fan base, all I'm all I'm saying is. He better live up to those expectations.
0: Would you rather have spec- him or Drake London? Crap,
3: don't ask me that. That's disrespectful.
0: I'm just, I'm just, just no, no,
3: no. you putting me in a bind because you know I'm biased. So, like, I'm biased. Hey, everybody in the chat, I'm biased. I'm, I'm, I'm being, <laughs> I'm being transparent with you guys. I am biased. I love USC. He's asking me a question about a USC receiver that I love. And I'm not gonna answer because I'm biased and it's not fair. I'm not gonna give an, I'm not
0: giving you an objective view. <laughs> like, yeah. why should you ask me that, bro? <laughs> but physically, I, like Drake, wait, wait, I, I probably would take <laughs> Drake, Drake London over Watson. Here's I, what I like about Watson. I know he's fast, and it's hard to get six-four guys that are fast, that are fluid, that have hips, and can do multiple things. I mean, I saw the dude return kickoff returns for touchdowns, like. It just brings a totally different dynamic that the 49ers just don't have. But man, I like you know, I like Drake London too. You know, that's one of my guys.
3: Well, well I, I would say this Christian Watson is physically way more gifted than London. I am mean, athletically, he's I'm sorry, faster. athletically, no, you can't even say athletically,
0: <laughs> like uh, Drake London played college basketball too. Like he's very athletic.
3: That's that's true, that's true. But I guarantee you he won't come in and run a 4-3, though. Right. Yeah. And I don't right. think he can move like Watson. I mean, London is a beast. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm gonna pick London. Like, I, I, I would definitely rather have Drake London, but like Christian Watson, well, like you said, his his ability type to run straight past you and and do all the kick returns. Yeah, I mean, it's just, he's got special talent. But so why, I,
0: why are you saying his hype?
3: Because I I seen it sounds many like like. Wait, wait, no, no, no. i see many gifted receivers. Oh, man, he's 6'5", and he's 230, and he runs a 4'3", and they don't turn into nothing. So I, I just think the fans are – I mean, the, the way they're hyping him up, he should be like a top-10 pick, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. This fan base is going crazy. Oh, my God, we need to draft Christian Watson. We need to draft Christian Watson. And I actually blame Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase.
0: Look. Okay, so I, I think he's a day two guy. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what he's gonna be, and and that's why he, people he's gonna uh, go day two. Probably it depends day three. on how well he runs. I mean, obviously, like that can boost your stock. I see somebody, our guy Iggy says Watson runs a four four five. Watson doesn't run a four three. I I, I don't know. I know he's hella fast. Like I, I've seen him on the field. Like I've seen how he runs past people. Now again, that was at the FCS level. So my thing was, and I made note of it when I was watching when I was down there at the Senior Bowl. I want to see can he run away from the FBS guys? And he did no issues. So like he, he can't run. Is he a four three? I don't know, but I know he's, he's somebody that has a different ability than some of the guys, the 49ers have it's, as well as being taught. Like, cause it's one thing to have like Jawan Jennings, who is probably a little bit more like Drake London. Drake London's like a better prospect, of course, mm-hmm. but but just in the sense of, okay, I'm big, I'm athletic, like, you know, I'm uh, enough, I can make these plays, I can catch the ball. It's a whole other thing to have a guy that is like, okay, I'm 6'4", and I am I can really run, and, like, I'm a playmaker. And, I mean, they're doing end arounds rounds with him, and he's just outrunning entire defenses, and I'm returning kickoff. Like, to me, that's just different. So, like, if I'm 49ers, that's the type of guy I want to compliment the other guys I have. And, and not be able to, you know, now, how are you going to take us away? Because, you know, now everybody wants to see Trey Lance. Okay, you want to play tight in the box. You want to play your safeties down. Well, Trey Lance is going to throw the ball behind that. And maybe, but I know he will if he has, like, a Christian Watson that can get behind. And so the 49ers, I have to play a guy like Travis Benjamin. That's what the 49ers have, right? Travis Benjamin. Why is Travis Benjamin on the field? He's I don't know Because they want him to run vertically pushing routes
3: knowing that they qu- I'm not getting into no quarterback talk today actually. No no, I'm not even seeing it. Okay. I'm going to say this Crock. What what do you think Okay, let me say this. Look. If I were to draft Christian Watson, it would base it would it would literally only be because of Trey Lance and the chemistry that they have. And I I like I, I've been saying it, chemistry in the NFL, receivers, quarterback receiver chemistry It's unmatched. It's almost, you can't guard it almost. Did you see with Stafford and the Cup? That's chemistry. You can't beat that. Brady with Edelman and Gronk, chemistry. You can't beat that. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, for the most part, you can't beat that. Chemistry chemistry with the receiver and a quarterback. I mean, it allows the quarterback to throw with anticipation. They know how to read each other. They know what each other is going to do. Like I mean, it, it's it's a special thing. So if we were to draft Watson, and if him and if him and Trey Lance really has chemistry like that, then I mean, yeah, I probably would draft him too. But I just think the way the fan base is, just everybody saying we got to have him, we got to have him. I just hope that when he's drafted somewhere, or if to the Niners, he better be what the what the what the fans are hyping him to be. Well, Including you, say cracking? that
0: about any pick, <laughs> right? Like. Even if the 49ers were to draft no, Drake London, no, no, If the 49ers were to draft Drake London, like I want Drake London to be like what we would hype him to be. Like, once he say Drake London, if, if 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 tomorrow was the draft and they announced that Drake London got drafted by the 49ers in the second round, what would you be tell? What would you be telling the 49 er fan base? God, this is not uh, what the would same. you What would you be telling the fan base about Drake London?
3: Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell him how uh he's he's a physical receiver. Uh, I would be telling him he is almost dang near perfect at the uh when it comes to contested catches. Uh, I'm gonna tell him that uh, we call him Mini Mike Evans. Um, <laughs> I would I'd be telling him that I mean his yards after the catch people don't notice, but he's actually pretty good with uh mm-hmm. with the yak yards too. You know, for for a big receiver like that, he's really really physical <laughs> running the ball. So I would tell them they they'll be getting a really uh, uh like you said uh a guy that's like Ju- Juwan Jennings but he better and more athletic. Yeah. That's what I'd be telling them, and I'd be hyping them up every second. But, but he, I'm what He's I'm saying is you're gonna have to live
0: up to that though.
3: Yeah, but but what I'm saying is it's the pre-draft hype that Christian Watson's getting. I mean, I, there he didn't earn he, it. He went who, to the and
0: was the best receiver there. That's not. That's not. But that's what I'm saying. saying All of this everybody building up. That.
3: All of this building up. That man better be that dude when it comes into the league.
0: But listen, I'm just saying. I was talking about Christian Watson before the Senior Bowl. Like, hey, I like Christian no, Watson. No, no, no. I know. And then he went to the Senior Bowl and was the best receiver there. So I, I think at some point it's like, well, okay, there is hype surrounding him and whatnot. But at some point you got to say it's 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 kind of warranted. Now, obviously. You know, when things like that, you gotta live up to the hype. Same with Trey Lance, right? Oh, Trey Lance can do this that, and the other. At some point, okay, you gotta live up to the hype. But it's like when somebody is like, "Hey, okay, y'all, y'all look, you know, okay, y'all, y'all like him, whatever, whatever." Okay, we're gonna see what he gets. To senior Bowl. That's not FCS corners. Well, he goes to the Senior Bowl, dogs everybody, and he's like, and everybody that you talk to is like, he's the best receiver there, right? Like he was the best. I feel like that's kind of you know. That's
3: I'll, up I'll put it like this: I, I'm you and you and Jamar are the leaders in the Christian Watson uh, train. You and Jamar are the leaders, and you guys put his name out there, and the fan base is just eating it up. And and, and there's nothing wrong because everybody wanted Asante Siamio. everybody wanted Justin Fields, and they you know talked little about Trey. They talked little about you know the cor- corners we did draft. All I'm saying is. The way the fan base is talking about the guy, they are truly hyping him up like he's a top 10, top 15 pick. I promise you. You go on Twitter. I
0: think, hold on. I think that they're talking him up that way because I think they think that it's realistic that they can get him in the second round. Uh, I think it's be- I think it's because you and Jamal is leading the hype train, which is fair. which I think, is fun. I just think no. it's realistic. Like, like you don't hear nobody talking about because ideally, who would I be talking about? Like, man, I want you know, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know, who, who, uh, Traylon Burks. Man, I want Traylon Burks. I don't think it's realistic for us to get Traylon Burks. Man, I would love to have Jameson Williams. I would love to have. Really, I actually... David Bell. I'm lying. David Bell from Purdue. I I actually don't care about any of those guys, although they are good and they they would be good, right? I I don't care about those guys like that. The reason why I talk so much about Watson is because not only because it's realistic that they can get him, but he still brings a different dynamic. Jameson Williams, I think he's terrific. I mean, I know he tore his ACL, but he's terrific. But he hasn't really moved the needle in the sense of what the 49ers have. Uh, Even the George Pickens. I like I like George Pickens. A little bit more of a slower mover. I think the big thing about Watson is he's gonna run very well. He's gonna run better than a lot of the other guys, and he's 6'4. So that's why that's that's why it's like I think it's realistic that they can get him, as opposed to maybe I see my our guy Joshua in there, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. Like you're not gonna get them. And even then, it's like I I, I don't I wouldn't draft them anyways if I have mm-hmm. I Debo and you know these guys. But Christian Watson again—he just brings such a different dynamic, and he's 6'4", and he's two eleven, and he's gonna run well. And like, and I saw somebody in the chat say, "Are we talking about him? Like, he was the best receiver of the Senior Bowl. Like, the other guys aren't there." But I think that's a start, though. Like, for it, it would be—it's different, right? If you, oh, okay, you you know, you got this guy—he he's good or whatever. You talk him up a little bit, and then he goes to the Senior Bowl, and it's like, damn, he couldn't even be better than these guys. At least he did the first part of his job, which would be better than those guys, right? Like from coming from FCS, because the guys that he was with, the guys that he was, you know, like those guys, you know, they they've been playing that, you know, Alec Pierce. I like Alec Pierce. I think he might be the next. I don't, I don't even want to say it, but I like Alec Pierce. You know what? But, the,
3: the, whoever you know what I mean? whoever the person that said that that said those players weren't there, that's actually a good point. I mean, if we list the receivers that you listed, but I, I list I list the David Bell, which from Purdue, but, kid is but, freaking but, good.
0: But Chris, that's why he won't go first round. I I, I don't think he will. I, I don't know. I think those guys will be pegged ahead of him. Mm-hmm. My thing for liking him is he still, even though all the, he might have 10 guys go ahead of him, he still brings a different dynamic to the 49ers.
3: I'm willing to concede. I'm willing to concede that you're right on this one. I'm willing to concede that he is worth the hype right now, even though I feel like the fan base is truly speaking as he like he's a top ten guy. And if we draft him, we just got this oh my god type of. a Blair, I, I just want to be chill on it. I don't want to. I don't like to get overhyped. I don't like to get my hopes up when it comes to players. I don't, I, I don't do all of that crazy stuff that I used to do. I, I wanted Deshaun Jackson so bad when we were drafted, and then we drafted Quinton Bomber, and my whole day was ruined. You know, I, I don't, I don't do that anymore. No I'm an even kill person. I wanted when it comes them to, to draft to Debo Samuel. Well, oh, you and got what you wanted. Debo Samuel. <laughs> you got what you wanted. But I'm saying, most fans, you know, they get their hopes up, they go crazy. I would have taken
0: DK too. I, I wanted DK. I wanted Debo. I was, I was good either way. Just don't take J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and I was happy.
3: (laughs) I I liked him coming out of Stanford, but not, yeah, not the second round. Like,
0: I didn't like him that much.
3: But, no, all all I'm saying is uh, I I think we need to just chill on the hype. Just to chill. There's other receivers out there. It's more than Christian Watson.
0: I don't Let's want them. Sure it... They don't run, they're not 6'4 oh, and, and as fluid of an athlete. Oh, like I, look like it's, I said, it's, it's really the different dynamic that he brings. Like, that's what it is. Like, if it weren't for that, I probably wouldn't be saying much about the receiver position. Maybe i would be like, oh, Drake, Drake London. But like, it's it's really just the 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 difference, the the different dynamic that he would bring to the offense that the 49ers just don't have. Like that's what it is. Have you studied all the receivers yet? I've studied a good amount. Or at you least I've watched a good amount. I've only studied about seven.
3: All right, so when, when as we get closer to the draft, I want you to come back and tell me if you still feel like you don't want none of them. That's not going first round.
0: Hold on, hold on. They're not saying I... Okay. I'm not saying yes. I don't want them or I wouldn't want them. What I'm saying is they don't move the needle for me in the sense of bringing something different. Yeah, no, different. I, I understand. Like what to say mean. that, oh, if the 49 drafted Garrett Wilson, Crocs will be like, oh, one, like, no, that's not the case. But what I am saying is, the reason why I like the thought of of Watson is because he brings a different dynamic. That, that's all. That's, the 4 don't have that, and no, I think Juwan's that didn't... you pair that with Trey Lance and what you want from him or what you're expecting from him, I think that is something worth pulling the trigger on, right? Like it's just okay, that just that that makes the offense a little bit more dangerous, adding a different element to it.
3: I'll just say this, I'm gonna leave you with this. Juwan Jennings moved the needle for me. So I'm gonna say, uh, and there and I think if you do some more studying there is some other receivers in the draft, you probably will, will start to like even more.
0: It's early. I, did, in the I do this all the time. all like a guy, and, yeah. then, and then he might get pushed back just a little bit, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, even then, yeah. when I come out with my rankings, he might be my ninth receiver. But even then that ninth receiver brings a different dynamic than what the 49ers have, and I would like that. So that, that's all.
3: Yeah, that's all. I I I I'm gonna start. You know, I, I love Pick Pickens. You know, it's unfortunate uh, he had his injury. Pickens out of Georgia, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I like him a lot. Like I like him a lot, lot. But uh, I'm I'm gonna start diving into the, the receivers. I know most of them already. I watched most of them play. So like the Olave's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I I I really don't need to do any study on it. I know what he is. Garrett Wilson. I'm not really as high on Garrett Wilson like everybody else is.
0: Uh he's good, dynamic, really good ball skills. I, I truly love David. Him, I truly love
3: David Bell. I think this kid can be special. Uh he you know shined when when Rondell Moore, you know, got hurt a couple of times. And I'm talking about early in his career. So David Bell is somebody you should definitely watch and watch tape on if you I watch him a lot. He right. got
0: strapped up by uh by Greg Newsom strapped a lot of that was one of the games where i'm like oh who is this who is greg why is nobody talking about him i had greg news from the second uh my cb2 in his class and it was awesome to see he was fifth in the nfl in man-to-man coverage this past year I, I, I,
3: I, I don't i don't i don't you know because you have to look at the overall thing because remember we all did that with aj terrell and when when jamar chase just man what Jamar Chase did to him on a, on the national championship day was just not it was not right, but uh, turned out to be a very good NFL player. It, it, I know it on
0: who you are talking to
3: because I, I know I know I know I know how you view things. I know. I yeah, know what I say because
0: it it was it was really 50-50 with the more, reps. Yeah, it, and, like with it's, the it's, reps talk- one, it was 50, 50 Like like David Trill. Half the time he's breaking up passes. He's in his shit. Like he's in them at the line of scrimmage. He was doing his thing. The other half of the reps, uh, Chase won. The tough thing when you play a corner is if you lose, if you lose half the targets, like it's like man, I won all these reps. I showed I could play with him. I could break up passes. I could do that. But then if he wins one and it's a big play, that's what everybody sees. But anyways, yeah. I'm gonna get you out of here, Chris. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. Uh, all right, Brock, you have quick a good one. before I hop on with Grant, can't wait to watch you on Grant. All right, appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that contributed to the chat. I gotta kind of end abruptly. Uh, but I'll be on in an hour and 15 minutes with Grant Cone. Head over to his uh, YouTube channel. All right. It's over for fam. I don't know. We'll see. Head over to Grant Cone's YouTube channel. I'll be on there in an hour and 15 minutes, 9 a.m. Pacific time. But until next time, I'll see y'all. I'm out.